0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Claw and the King. How are you doing on this fine Tuesday? Zoops. Um, I'm doing all right. You know, had a good sleep in. That's nice. Let's get started. No one cares. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> big week of uh, sport this week. Yeah. Um. Obviously, the NBA was probably the main thing I was focused on, but F1 had a sort of weird weekend, I'd say. Obviously, with Leclerc starting at the back of the pack, so it was a bit weird. This jump off a lot of unsuspect un expected uh, high qualities for a number of guys. Like Alonso got uh, front row and, you know, the Haas, even though they failed, which we'll talk about a bit in a bit. um, They got fifth and seventh, I think, in quality. So that was quite intriguing. Obviously, Premier League, even though there's no one playing at the moment, um, there's a lot of transfer Mm. news going about, a lot of transfer rumors going about that we might just delve into one or two, one of the main ones. Um, And then we would do the Puta Madre of the week. I wasn't quite comfortable with the word "puta." It's a bit too harsh for my liking. Uh, "Puta Madre is a lighter swear word, shall we say. So that's um, sort of our last segment that we like to do and just to highlight the people that we don't like in the previous week. We don't hate these people, but stuff that either a place or a person has done to annoy us, uh, which is quite a lot of things. Right. That was a good overview, don't you reckon? Yeah, I think so all and, right um yeah you might notice this new setup we got um we've decided to reinvest all the all the profits from the uh views you guys have given us and um these are on tiktok just a shopping spree, growing. basically for all these uh decorations yeah you um, know we're just flush with cash at the moment i mean we appreciate the support um yeah, patty the batty prism rookie that thing ain't cheap yeah, I know. It's almost like you spend your money on stupid stuff. It's almost like that happens. How's your... It is almost, but How's your quite. crypto going, by the way? Is it going good? Uh, it's going shockingly, but... Uh, uh, well, I did say for him to sell about a year ago, but you didn't really listen to me. We're in it for the long game. Um, but yeah, obviously a lot of new memorabilia that Oscar's kindly brought to the set today and hopefully bring a bit of light. And obviously I've got my England jersey and my Clippers jersey in the background. Some of my two favorite things in the world. The only things that bring me both happiness and sadness. Um, so first topic you like to discuss. Um, yeah, well, I just touched on the F1. We'll just go through that quickly. Um, I guess the race wasn't too eventful, but um, any main takeaways you had apart uh, from pass flopping like they always it do? It was so disappointing. If you've watched this podcast before, especially the F1 segment, I'm a bit of a noob when it comes to it. I'm a casual fan. I'm trying to get into it. So I make some pretty alarming takes especially in the minds of my F1 friends who uh, think I'm a bit of an idiot when it comes to F1. But anyway, I'm a big Haas fan. I like a good old underdog. They were in prime position going into the race. Magnussen was, I think, fifth. And then Schumacher was seventh. I can't exactly remember. Something like that. But they were both really in good position for points. And then, um, yeah, it just didn't happen in the race. Magnussen had a good start. Um, But then Schumacher did as well. They both had good starts, but Magnussen really got up to a good start. And then something happened with his front wig. I think after the race, he said it wasn't that big of a deal and he should have carried on. Um, But the team obviously wanted to bring him in for a wing. The the Formula 1 brought him in. Oh, Formula 1 brought him in. Anyway, FIA. Yeah, So and he went automatically to the back of the pack, which wasn't any good for him. But he nearly got close. I think he was in P12 at some point, but that was probably distorted because of um, all the pit stops and stuff. But Schumacher was in prime position to get his first points it was the first points ever in f1 yeah um but just yeah missed out because of a engine fail i think it was or something to do with the with the car and it's just really disappointing for the guy you know he's obviously well liked because of his name primarily but nothing else just his name well i mean he's a likable guy it, i'm not saying he's an unlikable guy but he is well liked pr- primarily because he's got a Fantastic name, and his dad, obviously, sad story, but he was a, probably the greatest F1 driver of all time. Um, so, yeah, it was a sad day for me as a Haas fan. I was a Lewis fan probably last year, but now that Mercedes is pretty trash, um, more of a Haas fan nowadays. And being a Lewis fan is not easy, especially from the hardcore F1 community. Most people hate Lewis Hamilton. Um, yeah. But it, to be fair, it's easier to like people when they're not doing well. Um, yeah, so I don't hate Lewis that much this year. I I thought you did last week. You kind of went up. Well, off. yeah, when you he he's, when bit, he's complaining on the radio, I don't like him. But I mean, he was jump. He was. This week, he was like he was in a this bouncy week, castle. This week he was not. He didn't complain on the radio. He had a good race, and I was happy for him. Mm. He got on the podium. Yeah. So do you want to run down the top five or the? Sort of the standout performer you want to say for the weekend. Standout performer, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say max because it's just every week it's max. Um, Well, I think for this race it probably was Lewis, to be fair. Mm. Um, Mercedes did take a step forward. They were still off the pace, but they looked quicker. They looked like uh, they were kind of competitive. Mm. Um, So I think that's a good step for Mercedes. Red Bull this week had the, the technical issues, not Ferrari, with... Uh, Perez having, uh, I can't remember what it was, but he had some sort of issue where he had to retire. Um, and Ferrari did look quicker, kind of. Like, if Sainz was chasing Verstappen and he was staying within him, he just didn't have the pace to get past him. Um, so you'd think if Leclerc was there, he may have got a move done. Um, so it's kind of promising for Ferrari, but again, I have zero confidence that they'll be able to deliver on it. Um so I just yeah I don't know I don't no, no one else really. Well Alonso was a shock. Well of Alonso, quality. Alonso went backwards though in the race. Yeah he finished I think he, seven. he finished behind his team. Yeah mate. he finished behind Ocon but yeah it was a it was a funny race but obviously Mercedes probably performed the best of the team. Obviously Perez um, had a bit of a problem in the race and had to sort of not finish it. Um, but yeah. It, A Decent weekend. I just, I'm a bit sick and tired of Max winning to be honest. It's a bit, I'm not a Max fan. Obviously, if you've watched the podcast before, you know I'm not a Max fan. Um, but he's, yeah, it's not not looking great. Just, and you predicted at the start of the season, to be fair, you said that we're gonna have a lot of new F1 fans because of how great last season was. Um, but you predicted this season wouldn't be nowhere near as good. It'd be a, a bit of a disappointment to a lot of fans, and you're so far being proven right, I guess. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm starting to realize about doing a podcast is you you've you're got just re- so right all the time. You've got receipts yeah. for your takes. And well, I mean, we d- right now I'm just basking in glory in my takes. Like my so basking in glory. My really. ego is really inflated right now. I mean, we in, usually with my sporting knowledge. To be fair, in school we were always arguing about sports, and we making predictions and debates about sports. So, I think we've always had that, especially after a game. Like when Paul George. Signed for the Clippers, just the look on your face. It was just the funniest thing ever because he was your favorite player and he went to your rival. Um, But yeah, in a podcast, you do have sort of that... sort of like the actual evidence that you can show the other person that, hey, I was right. And you were right about the Warriors and you're so far right about Mm -hmm. the F1 season, um, which I regrettably... And look, I was a bit... We'll move on to NBA in a bit, but I was... Predicting that to happen, but I just didn't want it to happen. But anything else to say about F one? Anything um, to wrap it up? No, nah, just uh, McLaren was shit. I guess. Oh, Danny step, Rick. step your game up. Not not Danny Rick, just the whole team was shit. Mm. Um, the the both their pit stops were like seven seconds, ruined both their races. The car was slow anyway. Is just, a McLaren car overrated? Because it's well, quite. It was definitely high regarded. Slow this week. It was probably the second or third slowest car this week. Mm. So. Well, yeah, that's the uh, F one sort of roundup. When's the next race? Two weeks, two weeks. Well, I'm hoping Danny Rick, what? Danny Rick podium prediction? Danny Rick podium? Uh, Kevin Mag won Haas one two? I'm just not going to predict that. I think I think Haas one I'm two. you of going to win. Oh, bold <laughs> one there. Um, yeah, Haas one two in my opinion next week. Come on, Haas. Um, NBA, NBA the season concluded last week. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But it was going to conclude three days later anyway. So yep. it is what it is. Um, obviously, Golden State winning in six, beating Boston on their home floor to win their fourth championship in eight years. It's just, and it's, it's got a lot of people talking um, because I don't think anyone or many people predicted Golden State would be here at the start of this season. Mm. Um, but they've, they've proved everyone wrong. They've come back and they've just, I don't know they there's some sort of dynasty at this point. Well, they're definitely a dynasty. Uh, I know. I mean people. like some sort of like an elite dynasty. Yeah. I, it's not great. I, it's not <laughs> it's probably not great. Well, I, it's not a, it's all not a well-kept secret, especially amongst me and you that I hate the warriors. Um, it's just boring to me how they keep on winning. I just don't like them. I think their fans are fake. I mean, Flight's a perfect example, let's be real. I mean, he, is he a real fan? Well, he mean, is, though. He, he, he was <laughs> cussing out he Steph does, Curry yeah, he, in 2K14, let's well, be real. When the Warriors were bad, he was not a he was a D-Rose fan. And as soon as the Warriors got good, he's like, oh, my God, Steph Curry. I've always been on Steph Curry bandwagon. But, I mean, he's a bit... He takes the piss, so he obviously knows that. Yeah. But my point is that there's a lot of bandwagon uh, Golden State fans that just... To be fair, they got interested in basketball in whole and in general because of Steph Curry and his sort of uh, way of playing basketball. So you can't really blame them as glory supporting fans, but they have sort of joined when the Warriors have had success. So it is a bit of a... So I don't really like that as a fan base, especially since my team suck and always choke in the playoffs and in big-time moments. So, But at the end of the day, the Warriors are a dynasty, and they are looking like... They're going to be contending for at least probably three years. I don't think Clay and his no. longevity will last very much longer than that. And Draymond, well, I, I, can you see Steph doing this at thirty-seven? Well, look. Is usually that- shooters are still able to shoot late into their thirties, but the problem is he does that much off the ball movement, and he does it, so much of his game is required on stamina and keeping fit and keeping so healthy. That It just depends on his commitment and whether he wants to be a champion or he wants to still be the, the best or strive to be the best in that age. So I think it's up to him, um, but I do think they do have the capability of doing that, especially because I've got the young players. Wiggins is not old. Um, I think he was drafted in 2014, so I imagine he's in 20 mid-20s. Uh, Kaminga, they've got Moody, they've got... Wiseman, I mean, he was doing the. Did you see Wiseman that? Wiseman didn't even play a game. I know, but he? did you see on the like he did a story where he was doing the Kobe thing. The and the every- oh yeah, I saw it. Flight was, <laughs> flight was reacting to the celebration. He's like, "What is Wiseman doing on the stage?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's acting like <laughs> he did something. He did the same with uh, Javale McGee or something when Lakers won. That was funny, but yeah, it was a uh, not really a surprise. I think the ESPN index got flamed though because they predicted that it was an eighty six percent chance that the Celtics would win this series which I think is really was just r- ridiculous yeah that was stupid I could see from a mile away the Warriors would win in six yeah I, I, <laughs> like I said previously I think the Warriors were my I just had a gut feeling that they were going to win it and I didn't want to pick them because I don't like the Warriors and I much prefer the Celtics to win especially if it meant them going above the Lakers of all time championships so yeah it, it's a bit of a sad one for me as a fan Um, but yeah, more to the point, there's been a lot of chatter around well, NBA circles about... Before we get to that, okay. just on Boston, um, does this series, does this take Tatum out of the top 10 for you? Oh, yeah. It does? I don't think he was in the I top 10. Because I think before this series, people were having him up towards top five or close to that. No, I wouldn't. Top five. I, get off I it. heard people saying get he's off it, to top man. five. Uh, I, I think he's below Paul George. I don't, I think Paul George Where's is better. Paul George? 10 to 15 range. So he's a, I think if Tate, if say if Paul George is 12 or 13, I think Tatum's 15. I think he's in that 10 to 20 range. I, I, if you do a comparison with yeah, Paul George, I don't think he's top 10. I think Paul George is a much better creator than him. I think he's a better defender than Jason Tatum. Um, I think he's a better rebounder. So I, I do think that, Tatum has a ways to go. I just think it was a terrible series for him. I mean, the not only the field goal percentage, I think he was shot 34% from the field, but the turnovers. The, the, oh yeah, I think the turnovers had, was I think the reason had, why they lost. I think he had the most turnovers in a postseason ever. Yeah, he did. It was the worst. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he played all the way to the end, so it wasn't probably the worst of all time in terms of turnover performance, but it was just the whole team was throwing turnovers. I mean, Derek White especially in that game six, made some bonehead plays. I mean, <laughs> my God, I rated the acquisition. I thought he played really well in the uh, previous series against Miami but and game one in the series, but damn, he just made some boneheaded plays. There is a bit of chatter about sort of bringing in a point guard and maybe that being the solution and getting the ball out of Tatum's hand, which I agree with. I think Marcus Smart cannot be... Well, they had Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, but he wasn't really performing. I, no. I don't think Schroeder's more of a scoring point guard. I don't see him as a pure creator as a guard. I just think if they had prime Rondo now, I think it'd help him. Uh, I'm prime not gonna Rondo. lie. I think okay. yeah, I think a prime Rondo would do him. What about CP? Prime CP would do well. But look, it's just whether they can find a guy that can not only provide for his teammates but play enough, be able to play enough minutes, um, in a meaningful playoff game. So that where they can be contributing not only with passing but with defense and scoring as well. So that's going to be tough for them to find since they're in a bit of a hole with the salary cap because they're paying a lot of guys. But yeah, it, it's not all doom and gloom for the Celtics. Even though it's a bit sad that you know they're one game away, or well, two games away, sorry, from winning the championship. It's not the end of the world if you're the Celtics, but you don't want to sort of relax if you're that front office. No. You you need to improve that team to the point where. Tatum can't be the primary ball hander. I think that was sort of found out in the finals. When he comes against the best, he cannot be... Maybe in late-game situations where he, you know it's more iso ball, but in general play, he cannot be the guy bringing up the ball off the court. I think using him in more off-ball situations would really benefit the team, and Jalen Brown uh, similarly as well. So, yeah, they're just too turnover-heavy mm-hmm. at the moment. And Look, they're young, so they'll develop as well. So it's not the end of the world for them either. It's not like... The Lakers, where it's just now or never, really. I mean, Jesus. Nah, we got like five years left. Yeah, oh yeah, LeBron. He, he's playing with Bronny anyway. It's fine. Can play uh, until he's forty-five. Ah, it's all right. Um, but yeah, that was my take on the Celtics. I, I don't think it's they're dead in the water, but I think the Bucks are going to be better next year with Middleton as well. He's, yeah, I think there's a, f- a few teams already. The odds come out for next year. I think there's a few teams ahead of the Celtics. If the Nets were ahead of them, the, the Nets, the Nets, lose the, Nets it. the Nets are second. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, that's again. That's predicating on the Ben Simmons being able to dribble a basketball, so which is a pretty big deal in the world of sports. I mean, it is. Will do. uh, Let's make a prediction. Do you think he'll play the opener? He if he doesn't, it's just (laughs) (laughs) if he he doesn't, he just has to retire. (laughs) He just has. to. I mean, to be fair, the warning signs were coming. I I know it's a bit off topic. We weren't intending to talk about Ben Simmons, but he remember when he refused to play for Australia in the Olympics? Yeah. And it was a surprise to everyone. Like, why wouldn't you play for your home nation in a Olympics? And it was really detrimental to the team because they could have realistically maybe, not won, but maybe really challenged uh, the US if they had Ben Simmons in that team. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of warning signs were a bit earlier for him, but people just didn't care because he was that talented. He's just got to be the laziest player in history, so I doubt the Nets can surmount it. And KD is more of a Twitter warrior now than anything, but... <laughs> On the topic of KD, what I was about to get into before you rudely interrupted me. There has been sort of news circling, um, especially on the major networks, about how this has not only enhanced the Warriors and Steph Curry's legacy in particular, but it's demoted uh, KD's legacy. What's your opinion on that? I've always said this. Kevin Durant doesn't know how to drive a bus all right (laughs) you've always he came up with the phrase actually charles barkley rang him up (laughs) and was like hey i'm doing a segment on kevin durant today oscar um do you mind just give me a bit of a phrase that i can use and he's like bus driving yeah but i've I've actually i've never heard this bus driving term in my life before this year yeah until charles barkley said and now i see every day on espn every talk show on espn they're like kevin durant can't drive a bus yeah. Like, is <laughs> why the, is a bus? Where's this bus analogy? Does it have from? to be a bus? Can how it be a four wheel drive? On? Can it be an Uber? Can why, it be why something? Why does it have to be driving? Why can't you say he has to lead a team? It, it's a bit but, catchy. It's a bit, I don't know. Yeah, it's I a, guess. But, it's a good um, analogy, I guess. Yeah, but the, so the knock on KD is now that he can't do it by himself, mm. which I guess he hasn't done to be fair, but like he was the best player on those Golden State teams. Well, the, guess, my yeah. point is, do you think that his legacy has been negatively affected by the Warriors winning? Um, Yes. I think think before the start of this season, some people would have had Kevin Durant ahead of Steph all time. And I think after this season, everyone has Steph ahead of KD. Mm. (sighs) Look, I don't like KD at all. I just want to say that. But I will say he's probably the most talented basketball player that I've ever seen him play. I mean, his ability... Scoring player, I would say. LeBron's probably the most yeah. talented, but in terms of ability to score, he is just so natural with it. Uh, I Look, the move to the Warriors, Stephen A said it right at first, but he backtracked to backtrack when Katie's uh, mother came on the show and sort of confronted him about it. But he was right when he said it was the weakest move ever done by a superstar, because it was. He went to his rival that beat him in the previous Western Conference Finals, in which he choked in, Russell Westbrook as well, but he mainly uh, choked in that series when they lost a 3-1 lead uh, to the Warriors and then joined them next year. It was just totally against all competition, in my opinion. And this loss is sort of reaffirmed in my mind that that Warriors team could have easily won if they had Harrison Barnes in that team instead of Kevin Durant. Like if they would have prioritized if they would have said if they didn't go after Katie and they re-signed Harrison Barnes, I think they could have beat the Cavs. Really? Yeah. I think they could have. I, I think or well, I think they were I'll, up three I'll say more. I'll say they would have split it. I think Cavs would have got one. But my Warriors point is got one. the bus driver comment. It's correct. Even though I think he's capable of doing it, and I think he's had some unlucky situations in terms of teammates. I think well, I think last year foot on the line could have done it last year maybe. But look I don't I don't think it's Done it that? I don't think it's demoted his legacy that much in my eyes. But my opinion is, I've never counted those two two championships with the Warriors. Yes, you've got the rings, all cool, it's all fun and dandy, but they're not uh, some championships worth are worth more than others. I think that's just a weak championship. Weak championship. I don't think that it's genuinely earned. He went to a team that was one seventy three games that beat him in the Western Conference Finals a year before. I don't think it's genuine those two rings that he got, even though he played unbelievable in those finals, it's so much different when everyone's, you've, you're playing one-on-one the entire time. For Kevin Durant, that's, are you kidding? That, that That's, he'd eat that up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's just, it was so much easier for him on the Warriors in comparison to other teams. And I know people, people hold superstars in different lights and give them maybe unfair expectations, but how easy it was for him and that Warriors team. I mean, before the season, everyone was like, "Yeah, they're winning." No one else predicted anybody else to win. If you predict, predicted anyone else, you were a, just a bit of a lunatic, really. I mean, even if you picked the Cavs, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think anybody would have picked the Cavs. It was that ridiculous of a team. Um, and I think Kevin Durant, he has time to rectify it. Obviously, if look, it's a, a lot of ifs here. But if Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving can, you know. It's go just, into a secret like, lab. It's just like three mentally not there people. <laughs> well, uh, Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant mentally is mentally there Kevin Durant, Durant is two. mentally there on Twitter. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Kyrie's mentally there on uh, the flat Earth, not getting vaccinated, and Ben Simmons is mentally there on playing Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mentally they're <are> different places. <laughs> um, but no, if like I was saying, if they can sort of all go to this secret lab and they can all get their brains fixed. If that could happen in this world and they could all switch their brains well, wait, with... Has, has Steve Nash been fired? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is he still the coach? I don't even I, know. He should be. I mean, if he's not, I mean, he's just a bit of a fuck. I, I think he kept his a... job. There was a lot of rumours, but I think they, KD and Kyrie pushed to keep him and I'm like, yeah, well, what are you doing here, mate? Uh, it's not <laughs> the best of ideas, but... Look, at the end of the day, if Ben Simmons, in all seriousness, if Ben Simmons and Kyrie Evan can focus on playing basketball, the Nets can win the championship. I know it's ridiculous to say because of their history, but, I mean, they had Honey Bun Harden, and they almost beat the Bucks the year before. And it was really Honey Bun Harden. It was, like... <laughs> it was... Uh, honey, Honey Bun Harden. I mean, yeah. it was eating Honey Buns before the game Harden. It was unreal... How overweight it was he was eating honey buns at half time. Katie nearly beat. So, Katie's. I don't think Katie's. I think Katie's a great playoff player, but he needs help from his other players. Well, I think he is good, but I think there's multiple years where he should have gone further and he didn't. Mm. Like, especially Again, this year. This year, I thought he was very underwhelming. Yeah, but I also look at his teammates, though. I look, Russell Westbrook is. Even if you're the best player in the world, mm, well, yeah. LeBron James would not let that happen to him. No. And I think. That's probably one thing that also negatively impacts his legacy as well. Even though he's that talented of a scorer, how much does he impact on other areas of the game? Does he really Zero. <laughs> Look, is but, he just a good playmaker because he's that heavily guarded that he has open teammates? Well Do you, I don't think he is a good playmaker. I seen yeah. like in the uh Boston series, I saw it so many times where he was getting double teamed. And he just couldn't find the open guy. Mm. Like, he was just struggling so badly. It was just the fact they got embarrassed in that series. I mean, it was an absolute demolition by Boston, who were the best team in the East this year. But still, it wasn't pretty to watch. They were the only team, I think, in the East to get Mm. swept. Yeah. So, look, a lot of things would have to go Brooklyn's way, but I still think that Kevin Durant can rectify this. And I do think this championship somewhat... I mean, I thought in my eyes, he was already demoted. I never would count him as a, a champion or a guy that's won. However, I do think he has time to rectify it. And I think even if he wins with this group of mentals, I mean, if he, if with these, the, this even group though it guys, is technically still a super team, technically it is. With talent, why is it a super team? But if he could win with this group, with this lot, I mean, there would be, this would be a championship that I would consider good. <laughs> And I know my consideration is everything to these NBA players. I, I know they watch the podcast intently and like, oh my God, what does Zoops think about the weight yeah. of my championship? But I do genuinely think that if he could win one with the Nets, it would sort of alleviate the current negative trend that he has with his legacy. Yeah. Okay. And would... So would you have Steph top 10 after this? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. I, I, I would already have him top 10 because... Again, I have a lot of controversial opinions, so don't be surprised. But Bill Russell out. I don't rate any of the old guys. Wilt Chamberlain out. I'm sorry, they're not. <laughs> I mean, I've. Well, I was kind of joking when I said this before, but I did say that Andre Drummond was, if he was transported back into 1960, would he be like Wilt Chamberlain? Well, Andre Drummond's pretty amazing now. Yeah, I, I did call Wilt Chamberlain the uh, the modern day. Or the olden day. What you, I don't know. The olden day Drummond. Um, so I have been quite sort of polarizing with that, comments about the old players. So I wouldn't have... And it, a lot of the... Uh, I, you know, you see guys on saying about... Well, what's his name? Bob Pettit and all those guys. Nah, he's, he's not top 10, though. Yeah, but uh, people can, like Walt Frazier and Oscar. and it, It's just a bit... Like if they played in the modern game... I know it's hard to sort of rank players based off different generations but bill russell shot like 39% for his career like it it he wasn't a good player he was a he was playing against a bunch of 5 foot 10 white dudes it it, it wasn't rocket yeah. science for the guy he had just had to rebound and lay up the ball so well, it's just it's just science that the the newer generation are objectively better players yeah and i think so i think yeah i i would put steph in the top 10 for sure yeah all right uh, moving on to some more top 10 players. Um, Romelu Lukaku, top 10 EPL bust. <laughs> uh, top 10 fattest players in the history of the Premier League. I, I'll put him in that list. Look, I mean, I thought it was a bizarre one when they signed him. Uh, and obviously, this, uh, we're talking about Lukaku now because he's reportedly on his way to winter Milan um, for a loan move, for a season-long loan move with, I think it's $7 million or €7 million Euros guaranteed money with... A couple million in add-ons, um, and it's just been such a disaster at Chelsea because they bought him for a hundred million last summer. So a year ago they bought him for a hundred million. He's now worth basically, essentially ten million euros on loan. Ten million <laughs> on loan though, so uh, it's a bit more. But was he that bad? <sighs> the The problem with Lukaku is when it's all fine and dandy, he's an unreal player. Like he's that powerful and strong and fast like at the start of the season I remember watching uh, Arsenal versus Chelsea and this is, Arsenal were poor at this point in the season it was the start of the season they didn't have their first choice centre backs but he was so dominant I mean he was in the A with dominant he was just bullying them around and you said wow that is a 100 million pound striker he was in my fantasy team however <laughs> when his mental side goes down you tend to see a bit of a a belly start to grow, and on top of that, his confidence goes down, and his first touch is horrendous, and his dribbling horrendous, and he's just—he doesn't have the drive, I don't think, to be the best when he's not happy and when things aren't going well for him. So, it is probably the who, do, who did Chelsea play up front without him? Well, they. They interchanged. They had Timo Werner up there. He's but been another he, flop. Yeah, wasn't he a flop as well? He's a bit of a flop. So yeah, they they need to fix that <laughs> position. They, they bought Lukaku to fix the Timo Werner problem. Um, but yeah, to your point, I think he is. I'd have to do a bit of thinking here, but he's got to be the biggest flop in Premier League history, in my opinion. I mean, well, is it, is it just that the lights are too bright for him in England? Because at United he didn't perform, and now at Chelsea he hasn't performed, but at Inter he was incredible. Yeah. Well, again, start of the season for Chelsea was unreal. Started, when he started for United, he was unreal at the start. But then once we started losing games and Mourinho started to wear on him, it was just... And when Ollie came in, Ollie was like, yeah, we want to play fast counterattacking football. <laughs> and he's like, boss, I don't do that around here. Sorry, lad. Uh, and he just got a bit... He got a bit overweight. But... Yeah, I, I just don't think he really got on. Which he never wanted to leave in the first place, though. I, I think that well, was Inter. Cool. Yeah, he didn't want to leave. He he said that uh, I think before Chelsea got him that he said oh, I don't want to leave. But then Inter were like, mate, uh, we're kind of in a financial pit hole right now. We're in a. Uh, they're, are free, they're offering us a hundred mil, mate. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you better pack door. your bags, buddy. Uh, we can get Jekyll on a free. So can you fuck off politely, please? And he's like, uh, okay. And he's like, yeah, we. I came back to Chelsea because of unfinished business. Because like, he started there, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he did. Um, so, look, it was always—I always thought it was destined to fail at some point. But it, the fact that it's happened this quickly, it's got to be up there for me. I mean, yeah. there has been worse players, of course, that have played big-time minutes for big clubs. However, the fact that they spent hundred million and a year later, he's not even. No one's willing to pay anything for him. They're just willing to pay a ten million euro loan fee. Why don't United take him? God, please, no. God, I don't want that much. Well, might as well take no, a fly. No, no, no. <laughs> take I'd a d- punt. Take a punt. Yeah, it's one of your punts. That's how bad it is. I, it's in your realm. It can't be... It can't, seven mil has to be worth it for a potential 100 million player. No, he's not. I've watched him play. He's got the first touch of a trampoline. He's absolutely useless. <laughs> you watch me play football, right? I watch him get the golden boot at the at no, the World Cup. No, but you've seen me play football, right? Yeah. Like he's got a worse, he's a worse player on his day than I was. Really? On a bad day for Lukaku, he's worse than me. I, I don't believe that. He is. No. Like in terms of dribbling and passing and first touch and control, he's worse. You think you're better than Lukaku? Maybe not finishing wise, but I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> okay, you. You'll, you'll give him finishing. That's that- I'm telling you on his bad day. Oh my God. It's just embarrassing. It's like I'm watching under eights. It's awful. Uh well, he'd be a bit of a oversized for an eight but you yeah, get my how point can you have like a bad touch when all you do is play soccer every day football yeah um i, I don't know, it's just one of those things he it, again, sometimes his touch his control is decent around the box, and he's just that powerful and just outmuscles people and as you said about Belgium, when he's happy in a place or when he's passionate about a team, he plays really well. But the problem is it all depends on his mental uh, and his psyche. And we were making a, a bit of fun about his appearance, but it's more to do with the mental side of it um, and if he's firing up in there. So, yeah, I don't expect him... If he goes back to Inter, I expect him to score 20 goals in the Serie A. I fully expect him to score a lot of goals at Inter, but he's just not happy in England, obviously, and Chelsea are going to wear this, and they're just going to have to pray that he does unbelievable Inter and then they can sell him back for like 50 million so they can get some money back for him. Um, but don't, don't Inter have like a gun strike now? Uh, Well, no, they had Marti- Lissandra Martinez yeah. with him though. They played him with Lukaku. Oh, right. So, and that was a really good duo that they had. I, uh, And Inter were really close to winning the title this year. They had a battle with AC Milan. AC Milan ended up winning it. So Inter want to sort of get back to that top level is, again. Is, did Ibra play well? I don't think he played that much. I think he was injured for a lot of the season. No. It was more like guys like Liao. No, he was d- like, he's like 41 or something. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Still playing. He's still winning leagues. Yeah, he's like, he won <laughs> leagues. Guess where he didn't win a, win a league, though? United. United, yeah. Great job. Great job. We can. <laughs> it's, uh, every crazy, other team. it's crazy how many players have come through United and just gotten that, worse. That's the worst stop of their career. Yeah, it's just <laughs> terrible. Di Maria, unbelievable Real Madrid, comes to United, wank. Goes to PSG, unbelievable again. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. De Maria is probably up there as biggest as flops as well, but we did also get thirty five million back for him, so it wasn't we lost a lot of money, but we didn't lose like hundred million amount of money. Yeah. So that was just my quick Premier League uh, sort of analysis. There's a couple other transfers going on. Man United doing jack shit as predicted. Um, Are they going to get that that uh, Barca dude, Frankie young Yeah, um, it, it's the thing about rumors is a lot of these journalists, I mean, I could do their job. It's the most BS driven thing ever. It's like United are preparing an offer. How do you know that? Like, maybe maybe they actually, how does one prepare an offer? How does one, do they just like, just, they write it up in a, yeah, they're writing up an offer. How you? That's not how you do business. you, Agree a deal with a club, and then you write it up. You don't just write up a shit ton of drafts of fifty-page drafts. No, but they're, like, they're, this is our formal but, offer. No, but they're deciding how much they're going to offer Barcelona. Yeah, it, it doesn't need two weeks to decide how much you're going to offer. It's Maybe ridiculously, it it's ridiculous how slow we do business. Um, but yeah, that Arsenal are making a couple moves. They signed a guy called Vieira. Uh, Arsenal are weird. They're signing a lot of like former great players, Vieira yeah they signed a guy called Vieira he, didn't he retire like twenty years ago yeah did I don't know they, <laughs> they, I think they were like, oh we got Vieira did we got Vieira back. there's the good old days yeah. um again, they sign they're looking at a guy called Jesus, so they want to get Gabriel. They want to get our Lord and Savior on the field to sort of save them, uh which is interesting. I mean, if Jesus did come down from heaven and onto earth, he'd do pretty well if he played on a football pitch. I'd imagine. Uh, since he is, I wouldn't have thought so, but yeah, maybe. Or he'd use his powers or something. He Like a Jedi, just sort of push the ball into the net or just control it with his no, mind that or would something. Be, that would be a red card. No, but he's not touching the ball. Red card. Just, red card. <laughs> mind control is not allowed. Mind red control card. is not allowed. They'd have to introduce some new rules for Jesus, I'd imagine. But yeah, they're, they're looking at down a spiritual path, Arsenal. So there's a lot of interesting transfer news for me, but... I'll probably let the podcast know when there's something concrete. It's a lot just a rumors going around at this. That time. is so generous of you. We, yeah, we, we I'm in the. I'm in all the all news. look forward to that. I know everything. I'm just such a uh, um, okay. diligent person. Moving on to some concrete news. Origin two teams are out. Um, lots of talk. Fre- Freddie's made seven changes for game two. Lots of talk that Freddie um, is admitting that he was wrong in game one and fixing those mistakes. Some people are saying. It's a panic stations making this many changes when you were only one try off winning. Um, I think he's, I, I agree with most of the changes. I think this is closer to the team we should have had for the first game. I'm still not 100% on board with the team, but I do think this team's good enough to win game two. Yeah, people say there was uh, too many changes. I think when you look back into that, with the last time we were in Perth, uh, we made a bunch of cha- changes. I remember Wade Graham came into the team and stuff like that, and we smacked them. We absolutely smacked but the difference is we had Turbo in that series. So he's obviously, you could see in that first game, we just lacked spark. We were too kind, we were too structured. And I think we really missed some inventiveness in the team. Um, so I do like that, that we brought in, I think the hooker situation was definitely important. I don't know why Crichton was a 14. Like, he's just not a 14. Yeah, Like I said, once again, Appy should have been starting from the start. They finally listened to me. Fucking... They listened to you. Suck Zach off. Who else was saying, Appy should be starting? It"? I think Not a many couple people. of people were. I, I didn't see him. Yeah, well, maybe. I mean, Freddie could listen to the podcast. You never know. He um, should be. Well, he, also, um, at this point, I'm convinced Car has like, threatened to kill Freddie's <laughs> kids or something. <laughs> there is something going on there. I would have picked Sawali, though, instead of him. I'm joking. But, uh, no. <laughs> I I'm joking, kind of, but... I mean, Suwali's the best winger in the comp for the past five weeks. He's the best form winger, form winger know, in the comp. I know, and this is the hard thing, right, is because you would have to you would have to assume a 32-year-old Tupo isn't going to be in the team next year. You would just have to assume. Mm-hmm. But, well, at this point, do you, you'd think Toto's going to be there for the next five years. Suwali's so going to be there next Does year. That, yeah. Should Suwali be there next year? Probably. But I still think Car should be there. Yeah, I so it's like how do this three go into two? Yeah. One of them's gonna miss out. <laughs> well the thing about Tupo is he do, he does a lot of things that Adokar doesn't, but he also no, doesn't no. Again, we can do we can debate this again. The, the Tupo thing is really infuriating to me. I just <laughs> No, but the one thing that I have about him is he's nowhere near as agile as Adokar in his recovery. So for example, Adokar can on a defensive standpoint, he can commit to an, a centre, for example. And if the ball cuts the centre out and goes to the wing, he can quickly recover and go out to the wing and make an impact on that winger. Now, Tupo can't do that because he's not nowhere near as agile um, or as quick as Adokar. So that's probably the main problem. Adokar makes more big-time plays than tupo Yeah, and also, you're playing Burton at left centre. Why would you not put Adokar next to him? It just makes so much sense to have them mm. together. yeah. <laughs> I understand your point. I wouldn't have been mad if Adokar would have been picked. I maybe eight changes was just a limit. He was like yeah, seven yeah. is all we're doing. Yeah, but I just think Tupou was one of the best players for New South Wales in that first I mean, game. Yeah, he was, and so it was. It would have been tough to drop, him. but still, I think. Yeah, I mean, all these people saying he's made too many changes, he's lost it. It's you don't know rugby league, mate. He's you can guarantee you, if you ask you a Queenslander. They'll be much more yes, nervous about be this more team. You have to be able to admit that he's picked the wrong team in yeah. game one. Like, he, should he have needed to make seven changes? No, but he has because he was he fucked it up the first game. But, but that's what a good coach does, you know. Well, a good it, coach gets it right the first time. Well, but I mean, a decent coach, I guess, would would get it right the second time. <laughs> well, admit, I guess, but if if he can admit when he's wrong, so for. Um, for example, Ty Lue in the for the Clippers, he gets it wrong a couple of times at the start of the playoff series, but then recovers. Um, so I don't mind. I I don't like the Crichton and the Talakai move. I what, don't. You don't think Angus Crichton? No, I don't think what? he's been that good for him. He was. I thought he was being good. No, he's not been that good. I would. I would. I would prefer him to Madison easily. Oh, I prefer him to Madison. That that's a point though. Is there that many other players that you could put him in that position? Um, at the moment, I don't think so. No, Tar- I think oh, obviously be. Tarek Sims was a need to be dropped. He was woeful, he, he wasn't woeful, but he didn't do anything. He was just bland, did nothing, had no positive impact for the Blues. Um, so yeah, I was a bit surprised with the Paulo or the Baolo, whatever he's <laughs> called. Baolo now, everyone's name's changed. It's, it used to be Papali, now it's Lee. It's all changing, so yeah. forgive me if Baolo. I get some of the names wrong, but Baolo. Um, and Campbell Gillard. I was expecting Campbell Gillard to keep the spot over Balak. because really? he played better than Balak, But I think Freddie's showing a bit of loyalty to Balak because he's been in the team a lot longer. Yeah. I mean, the, the Talakai selection is kind of confusing, but. I guess it, he always mentions versatility, but he hasn't been in that great of form since Yeah, like because he, he obviously had one of the greatest performances of all time against Manly. But since then, I, I've been watching him. He hasn't been that great. Mm. But. I guess he can cover forwards and centres, so... It, but he didn't really do anything in the forwards when he was playing in the forwards, so it's it's a bit of a tricky one for me, I but w- I, I would rather have... I w- like, I would rather have Hines in the team somewhere, but... but No, I agree with the 14, though. I didn't think Cri- why Crichton was 14. I have no idea. He can only play centre. I don't, I don't yeah. know why you'd pick him at 14. Um, how would you even get him on the pitch? I think having uh, Damien Cook at 14 and Coruscant starting is much better... So uh, much better for the team, I think. Coruscant's a much better defender. He's probably the best defensive hooker in the league, um, other than yeah. I watch Look, some people saying, "Oh, Cook is amazing defensively." He needs to start. I'm like, Are you? Are he weighs you like 60 kilos. Coruscant is so much better defensively. Yeah, he's like good. he puts people on their backs. I mean, uh, you also said Momorowski was a good defender. Um, well, and he's he was the a worst good defender, defender I've us. ever seen. <laughs> he was a good defender. For he's us. probably the worst <laughs> player I've ever seen in my life. So, uh, your opinion isn't always right on who's good. At defending or not, but I don't know. I if do I said he was point. a good defender. I said he was a good player. You did say he was, pro- which he was a good. You player. said he was the best defensive center in the league. I don't think I did. I think you did. I I remember when you, we signed him. I was like, "How good is Momoroski?" You said he was the best defensive center in the league. Oh, no. turns out he's not that. But anyway, <laughs> um, I think that sort of combination. People say they're copying Queensland, but who cares? It was it's a it's what's worked recently. The speed of the ruck is key. It's shown as being key. Even last year's series, it was massive for New South Wales. So I think you've got to get good ball to Cleary and Luai, Um, quick play the balls and let the creative players like Tedesco and Cleary and um, Burden sort of create. I, but again, I I still think there's a lack of dynamism in that team. I, I think there's I enough, think there's you know, a lot of... I think there's enough. I know there's, there's a couple, but I just look at... You've got Tedesco in the team. Is Tupou a dynamic player? No. Is Burton... Yeah, Burton can do some things. Yeah, I know. He Burden can do, can some, do things, some things. But is he going to pull off an amazing try? Is he going to do a I, game check? I, I think if you get him close to the line, get him some good ball, he'll come yeah, up again, with an but assist. Is there anyone that's going to create something out of nothing <clears throat> in that team? I don't Half think the there is. the team could. Uh, I Louis, don't... Cleary, Tedesco, Burton. Yeah, I, I see Crichton. your point, but I just I think the lack of Latrell and Turbo's Obvious Yeah Well it is But when you're missing Two of the top five players In the competition You're obviously going to realise that But Yeah um, I I still think We're going to pump him this game I really feel like We're going to pump him 13 what? plus When is it? On it heavy it's Sunday Sunday <laughs> I hate Sunday But um, yeah Why does it be Sunday? I'll be we, hungover And I'll be if, off um, oh, Yeah If we lose this game Freddie has to be gone He's just he's Too many mistakes He's out for me um, If we win we this game He won't be though if we be. win this game Luttrell the saviour Comes back for game three And destroys them In Queensland That's the story Are you going to bet On Dan Gagai again No I'm not Because I think he I think he's got his Try for the series I think I don't think this game's going to be close And I don't think The next game's going to be close Ooh, That's a, that's a bold one I, I think Ruben Collins a big no, m- The only reason I thought this first game Was to be close Is because he picked The wrong team Which was shown That he did yeah, I, I, like I was. I, I think Ruben Cot is a big miss. I think yeah. he his line speed was on. Oh, not not only his line speed, but what I mean is how quick he was around the rock. Um, really showed, and I think that was probably where they excelled was how quick they were. They were just so much quicker than us. We were just even though we were big and making plenty of meters, I thought it was just we were too slow. Um, especially on the fifth tackle where we just give the ball to Cleary and get pumped every time. Yeah. I do like how we have Burden as well so we can maybe do a short side play and uh, maybe fake pass it to Cleary to a back of the... out the back, you know, maybe a behind the back yeah. pass and Burden can do a one of those stupid kicks that he does that just makes everyone just cry. If you're a fullback, that ball's coming to you like, oh, I am not touching yeah, this. Yeah, Pong Ponga's screwed. Yeah, he's, I ain't touching that. Hopefully Benny Hunt's underneath it because he's, uh, he's notoriously does well why under high he, ball pressure. Why, why would pressure. he be at fullback? Well, I'm just hoping that he is. Well, it was sarcasm. It was point to the fact that he dropped the high ball Yeah, I get ga- it. You tried final. You tried to fit in a joke, but it just didn't fit. It didn't fit? No. I ju- well, he plays for the team. I just thought it could be it could be a situation where he's under a high ball. I don't know. Um, but yeah, my point is, I think it's a better team. Although I do think we need a bit more dynamism, but we should beat this team. I mean, a lot of the we, po- sh- we a lot of the tries that yeah. they scored were down a short side, so that was why I surprised Adokar didn't play because he's well, he's a lot more quicker than Tupou. So yeah, what what is your score prediction in the end? Ah, thirty-eight four, thirty-eight four. You know we lost the first game, right? Yeah. Um, mm, but I, it's Perth. We always dominate in Perth. We played one game there. <laughs> 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 um, I'd say it's a historical hunting ground for New South Wales. Historical. I mean, we're a hundred percent from there. I mean, it's just nightmares for Queenslanders, honestly. I um, twenty six. No, I don't want to do twenty six. Um. mm Twenty-eight, twelve. That's my prediction. Twenty-eight, 28 12. twelve. Yeah. Well, I do think thirteen plus. What? I th- hopefully the odds are like f- three bucks, four bucks. Mm. Definitely gonna get on that if it, if it is. Yeah, you but and somehow, your degenerate somehow gambling. New South Wales are big favorites again. It's like fuck. Give me something. Give me some decent odds, please. Yeah, please. I we want to we don't we can't bet for Queensland. It's just again I mean he can, but cuz he's a degenerate. <laughs> no, I, can't, I can't bet for them to win. That's against my morals. My moral, <laughs> but betting for them to I, score I, I, is yeah, not. Yeah, that's against my moral and ethical standards, but betting for a try scorer that, to raise the odds, that's that's not above me. You're unreal. You're absolutely unreal. How about uh, if you are you going to bet on another Queensland try scorer? Uh, depends. Are you going to celebrate again um, in the middle of the pub? Go, no, I might just go 13 plus. Are you going to celebrate again in the middle of the pub? If they score, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my days. Um, well, hopefully uh, that doesn't happen and I don't have to get... I, I think we might get kicked out if we do it again. If we, especially if we go to the same place. it uh, We might get kicked yeah. out, but let's just hope and pray that uh, Queensland don't score so you don't have to celebrate and make me embarrassed. Um, next topic, my... Senor, next topic okay in so i don't know if any of you guys know i don't give a fuck we're talking about it anyway finale of obi-wan comes out tomorrow yahtzee so in honor of that we're going to talk about the best star wars movies or tv of all time mm. right, in, top our, three. in our humble opinion top obviously three. my opinion is factual but i don't think it is it is in everything okay so what is your top three my friend Oh, you want me to, um This is just off the top. I haven't even written anything down. Um, Lovely. Lovely stuff. So, number three for me... Uh, really tough. It's between five or seven. Really? Perhaps it's between five, six or seven. Seven. Actually... Oh, it's so, You mean seven as in the sequel, seven. Yeah. I don't mind Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's if just you like, pick it's a just... sequel
0: movie, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you? So, hang on. Didn't we, hang on, right. hang on. Did, didn't we make a list a couple of weeks ago about how the Star Wars sequels were the worst written things well, of, of all time? Yeah, yeah. Didn't be, you put them number yes, one? because the first movie wasn't followed on from. This, the just go, but go put your third put I'm your just third. trying to be Because honestly It probably is all three prequels But I'm just going to try and be different So I'll go episode Well it doesn't have to be movies It can be TV shows as well So uh, it can TV be TV shows aren't in there Come on Yeah you, No I'm, t- I'm not talking about It's The Star Wars Universe So it can be Rogue One Yeah I'm talking about For me oh. TV shows aren't in there Why? Because I don't think They can match it With the big boys mm, Well I have a TV show in there So Really? Yeah um I'm going to go Episode 6 5 uh I'll go I'll go 6 I like 6 6 kind of controversial not many people like 6 that much but I like 6 uh, For anyone that doesn't know that's the last of the original trilogy where Darth Vader allegedly kills Palpatine unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> Well he did uh but funny thing uh <laughs> the sequels didn't exactly uh, follow on from that uh, from that death, they just no. kind of made up their own thing, which was really weird. But hey ho, yeah. But fuck, I like the the battle on the jungle planet with the Ewoks. I just, it's just anyway. I, w- I won't. I'll save my opinion for my my list. What's number two? For you? Oh, you want me to go all two? Uh, number two, toss up between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Um, really, really tough because the best fight scene of Star Wars is in Phantom Menace but the first half of the movie is a little slow Tacular Clones also has a sick ending uh, and oh, and uh, Natalie Portman's really hot in two so I'll go two at two <laughs> is that your deciding factor it's like oh it's even but Natalie Natalie Portman is like hot in the second yeah. one so. so she's got the edge there two at two and then I'll go I, I can't hate it and then I'll go three at one yeah I, I don't hate that list I've actually gone for two TV shows two TV shows I mean the, the TV shows are good so but well look they just don't match it for, uh, for consideration I think f- four for me so in consideration is Attack of the Clones for me a lot of people hate Attack of the Clones like a lot of the old like I'm a Star Wars fan guy yeah because like all of those like old it's because the script is shit yeah but <laughs> the characters and the plot and the story development is so much better than any other Star Wars but I hate sand. It's, but it, it's, I don't mind the originals, but they're just so like corny for like our generation. And the, the fact that it's not great graphics, is it? I mean, the fight scenes are a bit, I mean, yeah, but do you just, see Obi-Wan do like a useless spin movie? That's <laughs> just because it's, it's made in the seventies and eighties. But I think the prequels hold that against it. are just the best movies. I think one, two, three movies. That's an unpopular opinion of mine. The prequels are the top three movies of all time. But I put two TV shows. Now, third, I put Obi-Wan. Really? I think <laughs> it started off... Sl- <laughs> Look, okay, I think it's unreal. <laughs> that is such an... oh god! You don't like that take? I really don't like that take. Why? Top three Star Wars of all time. Yeah. Obi-Wan. Mm. I think there's been like one, maybe two good episodes. No, I think there's been... I think the first one was a bit of a slow build, but it was an introductory introduction into Star Wars, into, into the Obi-Wan sort of, uh, I guess, the universe, I guess. I don't know what to call it. But what I'm saying is you might sort of account to a bit of nostalgia, but, I mean, that scene with Obi-Wan and Darth Vader when they fought, and it's like, you are what you made me. Yeah. I am what you made me. I thought that was the sickest... Fu- thing I've ever seen Yeah, the Darth Vader scenes have been cool but the Reaver the Inquisitor chick um her scenes are just so cringy. the like the because I think she's doing all her own stunts I saw like this video of this dude talking about it. and like the shots of her look so dumb when you look back like she looks like she's running like this <laughs> and then there was you know the scene where they're like leaving on the ship to get off the yeah. Inquisitor planet and she's like doing lightsaber shit yeah. there's, a, there's a ship like uh, Ten meters away from her, they just, just, just shoot stationary it, yeah. shooting you know, and she's just standing there like, doing stupid. Yeah, shit oh god. I don't look. I I think there are. I, I'm of the opinion that I don't care if there are flaws. Like in the prequels, there's a lot of flaws. But I think the main thing that I've cared about in every movie or every TV show is character development, story, and plot. And I think this knocks it out the park in those areas. I think having that obi-wan is, that is honestly an unpopular opinion i i know it's an unpopular <laughs> opinion but i don't mind it um i think the scenes and just the feeling that it gives me to watch these the obi-wan this has made me feel something about star wars that the sequels never did the sequels never made me feel anything it wasn't it didn't even feel like star wars it was just like some separate thing uh, about some weird like that they just got the rights to use lightsabers like it felt like that mm-hmm. um but yeah, so I put Obi Wan three. I know it's a bit of controversial, but I think the last episode will be great and Hopefully. Um gon better be in it or I'm gonna be pissed. Is there another season? Or is this just one season? Uh, I assume it'll just be one. Um so you've got and for two two for me is Mandalorian. I think I, I don't know why okay. you do you wouldn't put this in top three. I think it's a it is great, good. Show. I do like Mandalorian. Um I think Grogu in it's it's just such a you good there? You're just <laughs> fidgeting, you're just you're just fidget away, my friend. Can you not? You're just not yeah, mess with my and done. just in- interrupt me. Um, I think the Mandalorian's second, just because of how good that dynamic between the Mandalorian and Grogu is. It's got a lot of good characters in it. Um, it, I think in the second season it was a bit random. It was like almost like a video game where they just went on side quests. Um, but I do think the overall relationship between Grogu and the Mandalorian is so cool. Um. And you just find yourself smiling, especially at that last scene uh, where Luke Skywalker uh, sort of saves um, everybody and they sort of, Grogu, that emotional moment where Grogu leaves. A bit of a, I got a bit, not emotional, but a bit uh, sad when uh, the Mandalorian had to say goodbye to Grogu, but, and they also followed on. But that's only, that's season one, isn't it? No, that's the end of season two. He goes with Luke. Yes. You numpty. Anyway, so. What? Yeah, he goes with Luke and he gets trained on... It's um, the end of season one, isn't it? No. See, yeah. What happens in season two then? He goes back to the Mandalorian. No. Yeah. He leaves Luke in season no. two. Uh, no. No, 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 it, no. No, it just don't ignore him, okay? Just ignore him. Well, wow, we need some fact checkers, but... <laughs> no, okay. it's, it's Pretty sure he goes two. back to the and Mandalorian then, no. in season two. He He mm. might leave him for a second... Um, but then he comes, but uh, Grogu's with him. And, no, you're thinking, because in the Book of Boba Fett, he goes back to him from Luke Skywalker. Oh, was that in the Book of Boba Fett? Yes. You uh, f- uh, um, so, yeah, and, the, and it, I, as I was going to say before you interrupted me, <sighs> I, liked, together. I liked how it continued on in that universe of how um, in the Book of Boba Fett where Grogu was taught by Luke Skywalker and he chose the armor of the Mandalorian and go back to the Mandalorian over becoming a Jedi. Which I thought was a cool sort of uh, story and how it tied up the Mandalorian. So yeah, that's my number two. And number one, obviously Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I mean, just the greatest Star Wars movie ever made. If you think anything different, you're just an idiot. Um, the greatest lightsaber scenes are great. I mean, the character of Anakin really came into shape. I think even the most hardened original lover of uh, Star Wars will admit that the Re- Revenge of the Sith was a, gr- was a really good Star Wars movie. Um, and yeah, it's just number one for me. It, it's just in everything. It's number one. It's just number... I, I guess the Star Wars movies were kind of made for my generation. Uh, and what well, the prequels were. Yeah, the, the prequels were made for my generation, but just, I, I just don't think the original's come anywhere close, especially to Revenge of the Sith. So... And the, so many emotional scenes as well. I mean, so memorable scenes as well. Obviously, the Obi-Wan um and anakin final scene yeah uh, Uh, well i think revenge of the sith was just good because it was just action scene after action scene after action scene you know Mm. they went they started on um grievous ship killed dooku then there was the grievous scene with obi-wan later then there was anakin versus obi-wan there was a yoda versus palpatine there was so much shit going on in that movie and then you watch uh ray try to swing a lightsaber and it's quite painful uh to say the least is it it's very uncoordinated. She's surprisingly good for how little training she has. Yeah. Like, weirdly good. Yeah, she's like never she like, never picked up a lightsaber like in her life and defeated a Sith Lord. Definitely, definitely way too good. It was like, yeah, but it was really weird because, well, in the first, yeah, the first movie, which you said was almost third in your list, she had I, never, well, I don't trained know. to be I, a Jedi I, before. I happily enjoyed that movie. I know, but she never trained to be a Jedi before, and all of a sudden she could beat a Sith Lord. Yeah, I know it's stupid. She's just—it was a bit weird. She's just magically the most powerful force wielder ever. Yeah, she could just do lightning like that, <laughs> just randomly. She, she just, just discovered she it. Can, she's just she was trying to save somebody. She's just, uh, she's just fallen upon healing powers that we've never seen anyone use before. Well, Grogu used healing powers, but yeah, but in the movies, you've never seen it before. Yeah, um, so it was a bit weird. But anyway, I think I actually think underrated opinion. I think if Finn was the main character in the sequels it would actually be a decent uh, um i think he I was think much more i think if they just made his character better like just he should he should have been they should have been a jedi yeah he was he could that storyline would have been so cool former stormtrooper went into re- the resistance and then became a jedi yeah D- don't you think that would but be, be cool he just becomes a shitty side character yeah <laughs> that he f- with that asian chick who is just the most annoying character in the history of Star Wars. Who they go to a casino? More annoying than Jar Jar. They go to a casino for some reason, which is lovely. Uh, just in the middle of, the, they're about, everyone's about to die, uh, but let's go to a casino for a, for a quick uh, gander. Um, so yeah, th- those are my top three Star Wars movies. I don't think that's it's that controversial. To yeah, be I, honest, I, I think Obi Wan on there is controversial. Mandalorian it too maybe a little controversial. I don't know. I don't know, I just rate, I don't rate, to be fair. I think people would have, like, Clone Wars above both of them. I haven't, that's a problem, though. I haven't, a bit of a, this might sort of hinder my standing in this argument, but I haven't seen Rogue One or The Clone Wars. Okay, well, Rogue One isn't on there. It's a decent movie, but. Well, a lot of people see that as probably, a a lot of the original Star Wars fans see that as um, the best non-original movie. So. I mean, it is a good movie, but. Not top three. So a lot of people view that as a good movie and also I, The Clone Wars. I should, I've tried to s- start watching it, but I, I probably will soon, but I haven't seen it yet. So my standing in the argument isn't as great, mm. um, but, you know, I just, my opinion is that Obi-Wan is top three. I think maybe, and I'm putting it down to nostalgia. So I'm saying it's a biased opinion. I'm not going to lie. Okay. But moving on, moving on. Do you want to do the put madre of the week? All right. Do you want to take it away? Uh, how about you go first? Uh, Me? Uh, yeah, I've done a lot of talking recently. Do you have a put-a-madre? Um, put a madre? Put no. You don't. We're not going. Who wants to talk about our well, weekend experience? I, uh, I guess we can. Well, we can just say do wanna, we can do a joint one. We can just say our mates at the pub. Oh well, yeah. We, oh, we can do mates general. Yeah, we can just do all of them because they all kind of were. Well, it was not all of them, but I don't want to. was mainly them. one, but they all kind of were. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do, who, who do you want? Do you want to start off the night? And well, then okay. So, so we went out on Saturday, as you do. Um, yeah. So I was. You guys were waiting in this line. I was coming from a play I was watching in the city, so I was running over. Mm. Um, we get in the line at Bungalow. It's super packed because it's vivid heaps of people in the city. It was um, buzzing. It was a great, it looked like a great night. Yeah, so we get in there, it's like, I don't know, 11, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, We. I mean, me. I, we were all waiting in the line for a long time, for about half an hour. It was a long line. Yeah, so, get inside, there's, I don't know what, five of us, something like that. Mm. Um, and then like, we, we're probably dancing for like half an hour, maybe, 45 minutes, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, everyone knows the protocol that you, when you're in a club every you got to get you got to go to the toilet first usually because you're waiting in a line and then you got to go get drinks and you want to get a lot at the same time so you get a bit more tipsy and you get cuz you've obviously been standing in a line for half an hour not drinking so you get a you get a couple drinks and you get more and more and more and that part was all going well we were all getting drinks we were all getting a bit more into the night so That one chick bartender who was just avoiding get, serving me for like oh, 10 shit. minutes I, I literally walked up to the bar <laughs> i was literally there was everyone was in the fucking line i walked up and she was like oh what do you want and i'm like okay no <laughs> but she was like pointing out people next in line and i'm watching these dudes walk up like five minutes after i got here she's pointing them out like there. Yeah. And so I'm like, <laughs> i'm you, like oh yeah thank you are um, you stupid I appreciate it. I'll have the, my double vodka raspberry. So then, so then I went to the other side of the bar after that, and I got served it like super quick. So fuck that bartender. <laughs> but that, that's not the point, though. Everyone knows that the protocol of a club it gets if you get in there, especially if we got in there at eleven thirty. By twelve o'clock, that's when it starts to get good. It's because you've had a couple of drinks, that's when the atmosphere is probably the best. Now our first friend we'll call him oh no we don't need to call we'll him, him reese <laughs> <laughs> that's not his name i swear um but yeah he was like made this weird deal like i've got to leave at 12 and i'm like why and he's like well i want to drive home why why do you need to drive home Well, no to be fair well so he he he'd chosen to drive so he could therefore could not drink mm. so therefore it was going to be shit for him yeah so he's he's done it to himself, really. But he's not an avid cover. So we didn't yeah. have high expectations you, you of can, the guy. Yeah, he doesn't really enjoy it. But um, so yeah, he was a bat. It wasn't that great. But he left. Okay, he left. I think on the stroke of midnight, he was like, "I said twelve o'clock. I'm leaving at twelve o'clock." Anyway, um, and then we, f- one of our other mates actually came in at that time. Now, this guy Looking is a like bit an of. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit of an odd character. Um, let's say that he's out there. He's a bit of a wit. I wouldn't say weird, but he's a bit out there. We're all weird in our own ways. I mean, we're both weird, but he's a bit of a he's a bit out there. Anyway, rocks in with a turtleneck. Uh <laughs> Rocks up and with like well, he leather was, pants. He was, he was dressing as James Bond, apparently. Yeah, he turtleneck and dress shoes, like brown dress shoes. Um and it was really, really odd just seeing him <laughs> in there. Um but yeah, he was and he's usually a good time on a night out, so he's not that bad. But what happened was now our friend. We won't go into details with the reason, but as of recent, on other mate that we came in with, right? What, what do you want to call him? <laughs> <laughs> we won't say his name, We just added one of our mates, but we'll call him Reese. <laughs> We've already called one of them Reese. We can't. They're both called Reese. Okay. How are we going to differentiate? They're Reese too. Okay. Reese two. Right. He um he got a bit <laughs> emotional now. He's, he no, used to I don't. Be. I don't really know what happened with this this situation. I didn't see him leave. He didn't speak to me before he left, mm. so I don't really know what happened. But well, look at the end of the day, he was sort of upset about prior things with his ex, and that look, and it was really bad timing as well. And he had done this before. He's like at twelve thirty at night when it's getting good in the club. He's like, I feel really, I'm in love with it. I got to leave, um, and it's just a bit. Yeah, it's just not great timing, mate. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it, at that point, I feel sorry for him. I feel bad for him. But the fact that he's asking everyone to come with him to have a chat with him, and I'm like, mate, if you want to leave, you can leave. It's up to you, and it's your prerogative. And our other mate, the one that came in with the turtle, we'll call him Turtleneck. We'll get we'll get him later. Just finish on Reese two. Reese two. Well, it's sort of tied into the okay, same thing. Okay. So Reese two, right, is upset. Okay, he's still. Um, talking about his prior relationship Um and he's sort of sat down and he's sort of not moaning, but he's a bit, he's moping around a bit. He's doesn't yeah. look happy at all. Yeah. And our turtleneck friend goes Reese with him, three, doesn't know the situation at all because he works on Saturday nights for most times, which is the most ridiculous thing ever. So he doesn't know the situation that he's going through because we've always been out with Reese too. And he's had this sort of thing before. So we know the situation, but, the turtleneck guy doesn't, so he's genuinely intrigued and wants to hear him <laughs> oh, the spin. thing you know about Reese three or turtleneck <laughs> guy. Reese three just loves to chat about anything. Yeah, he's, he's interested in anything, <laughs> it, anything but uh, dancing in a nightclub. He's interested in, so he goes over to ask him all these questions about this story, and it's just, what are you doing, mate? What are you? Do-? And he's like, uh, and I tell Reese too, mate. If you don't want to be here, just fuck off then. Honestly, I and I—that's a bit blunt. I shouldn't have probably been that. No, blunt. I, but, I regret that. It's 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 getting to the point for Reese too, where we need we need a bit of a move on. Yeah, it's like it's you were together it, for like four months. You've been split up a month now. It's like you, you, it's time to like, not you know, everyone needs their time to do their thing. I know. Don't do anything you're uncomfortable but with. But it's not the, it's just when it happens in a, at the same time in a nightclub when we're starting to enjoy ourselves at the, it's just kind of getting a bit repetitive at this point. Um, so I'm like, okay, just, and he's trying to hug me and say, come on, bro, I, I, go, I got to leave. I, I'm still, I still love her and stuff. And I'm like, mate, if you want to leave, just fuck off. And, and I walk over and he, why don't you say, just bye to Oscar and then just fuck off. And he's like, no, no, I can't, I can't, I got to leave. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I go over to my friend here, um, Oscar, and i tell him the situation. He's four. Anyway, now Turtleneck Sisters in the club. Oh uh, yeah, so yes, <laughs> Reese Three's sister. Well, can we call him Turtleneck? Okay, I'm sick of the Reese <laughs> Turtleneck and Turtleneck's sister have somehow come to the same club without knowing at the that. same time. Um, it was a weird, thing. extremely awkward. If I was somehow in the sister with uh, in the club with my sister, I would be leaving straight away, or yeah. I would be telling her to leave. Um, <laughs> but there was no way I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, well, and um. Reese too has always had a bit of. It's not. It's always just play playing around with this. It's just taking the piss out of Turtleneck. So we're all like sort of gawking over his sister just to take turtleneck the piss out of it. you know, kinda <laughs> kind of hot. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> kind of is putting it lightly, buddy. But anyway, the point is we're just taking the piss out of Turtleneck here. Um, but anyway, the point is that once tur- Reese too had a strop and had to leave, I don't know where he went. Probably went over to his ex's house, which is not mm-hmm. the greatest idea. Um, Turtleneck had a chat with his sister and said, Oh, I gotta leave with her. She's leaving in a car. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay, you got here 20 minutes ago. Why are you leaving? If, if my sister was leaving a club, I'd be okay. Yes, I can stay in it now. Yeah, but no, his thing's gone. Different. He's gone. My sister's leaving. I have to go with her, <laughs> and she's with her friend as well. So it's not like she's on her own either. It's not that kind of situation, anyway. So He tells us in a turtleneck, he's fully dressed up to go out, got here by himself, dragged his way all over from wherever he, oh, we won't say where he lives, but far away from Darling Harbour, I'll tell you that for nothing. So he leaves after staying 20 minutes in a club because his sister says that she wants to leave, which is just ridiculous in my opinion. So we're stuck there, 12.30, sitting there going, how half an hour ago we were all having the time of our lives on a dance dance floor. Drinking, laughing, singing about. And then all of our mates have gone for different really r- stupid reasons. Um, yeah. It, it's just disappointing. And they're obviously <laughs> going to see this because we're going to post it in the group chat. But um, Or the clip of it in the group chat. But it's just a bit disappointing. Now, I obviously have a lot of sympathy for Reese too. Yeah. Um, but it's just... He, he's, he acts so normal. And he, it, the point is that the point why I I get a bit upset about it is the fact that he hypes it up so much he's like bro I've got to go he texts me during the week bro I've got to go out this weekend I've got to get drunk I want to have fun I want to let loose no and the thing and is and then and then pre he's like oh my god we're going to do so much we're going to oh dude staying out till 5 o'clock in the, mo- till the sun goes down then he uh, by the time it's 12.30 at night and he's got to have a couple drinks he goes through this stage where he's just oh, so sad and so but, but he does this thing with with girls, right? That he's, he's, oh, like, yeah, he's yeah, he, talking about So this. he dances with girls, like, like, stares at them, you know, like, gives them the look that, that we're on here. It's like and a then, laser beam. And he's then, like staring at them. It's weird. He's kind of like dancing and his head's like this. <laughs> he's <laughs> um, just staring at him for uh, no reason. Yeah. So, and you know, that, that means usually one thing in a club. Yeah. And then. As soon as a girl does something to or him, or just like looks like, at him back, it's like it's uh, it's like oh my god, I gotta leave. She's into me, and I'm no. That the funny thing was the week yeah. before. It's just a, it, I don't know if he knows he's doing it, but he's no. he's leading these girls on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what he does, is he's like, dude, I rejected five. Yeah, you know, on the train home, I, dude, I rejected five. This was a couple of weeks ago. I rejected five girls this week, dude, and I'm like, how? I was with you the whole time. Yeah. I didn't see you talk <laughs> to a single female. <laughs> and he's like, no, bro, I looked at them and they looked at me back, and I shook my head. And I'm like, what? That's not a rejection. That's just you shaking your head at random people. <laughs> and it, That's what he does. He's like, it's so weird because usually in a club, you're just dancing around. Your eyes are just roaming all over the place. But him, he's like he's like a robot just up, down. He's just searching out other life forms. He just, uh, uh, just looks over people. And then they when they look at him back, he's like, no, sorry. Sorry, I don't want to. Uh, it's just... It's a bit weird. I, I don't think he realizes he does it. I think he's just like, oh my God, all these girls are into me. But <laughs> he's just flirting with me. every girl in the they club. But that, he just doesn't realize he's flirting with every, and initiating everything in the club. Um, so yeah, he's got to sharpen up, Reese. too. He, he's got to sharpen up. Because back in the day, me and him, boy, when we were just fresh turned 18, I mean, we were, we were three o'clock in the morning. We were still going. It was fun times back in the day with uh, Reese too, and he was balls to the wall. You know, he was just he was wild you like that, and I loved like, it. He was like, a wild man. You, you loved his balls to the wall. Let's not get into that. Into that point, uh, it was more of a saying, not literally. But anyway, my point is, he has changed a lot, and people change over time. Obviously, he was in a relationship, so he's not going to go heart or just go balls to the wall. I don't want to say it anymore because he's just going to take the piss out of it. But you know what I mean? He's not going to get completely hammered in a club anymore because he, he obviously was in a relationship, which is fine, which I fully accept. But the fact that the relationship is over Wrong. and he's not allowed, still doing it, um, you've got to have enjoy yourself a bit, mate. It's a, it's a bit disappointing. if you, And especially if you hype it up. Like I understand before if you're like, oh, I'm not really feeling like going out or... If, like I that's Reece, that's Reese One every week, really. Yeah, and <laughs> Reese One does that every week and he's like, Oh, I don't feel shit. I feel shit in the club, I gotta leave. And that's fine because he has that expectation going in. But the problem with Reese two is that he hypes it up the entire week and then when it gets to the occasion, he's just worse than Reese One. It's mm. it's pretty sad. Um yeah. and he's like, Bro, just have fun mm-hmm. without me. Have fun without me. And it's like, mate, if you Talking to everyone and having a chat about how much you love your ex in the middle of a club at 12.30 at night, it kind of brings the mood down a bit. Like, the vibe kind of goes from here to down here. Um, It's not, it's not completely deaded, but, you know. Yeah, kind of. You've lowered it. Yeah, you kind of lowered it. And at that point of the night, it was just me and Oski. Yeah, so we're just left, like, looking at each other, like.
1: Look, I would have kept what, continued on go- point going, this? but
0: <laughs> it was just like, mate, the buses come at there wasn't even trains, There was buses, replacement buses, we were like, you know what, we'll just catch the bus and go home, um, so yeah, it was a bit disappointing, uh, but uh, we're going to do better, we're going to do better this week, obviously we'll talk about it, we'll hopefully talk about it next podcast, and hopefully it's a better night, I'm not going to lie, um, but yeah, it, it just, it's happened too often nowadays, just too many weak-minded individuals in our group. Yeah, like Reese. Three has just had some sort of <laughs> psychological error in his upbringing, where he's just so strange in thing in weird ways. <laughs> well, I think the first time he touched beer, he got absolutely plastered. I think that's his, his point. Men- yeah, but his mentality is just so different to everyone else. Yeah, he's a, he's out there. He's. I mean, you play tennis with him a lot. He thinks it's like a. a uh, yeah, I do play tennis with him. He's just he's just weird. He's he's weirdly wired. I have said this before. He's going to be one of those guys that like gets married at like 23 with the first relationship he's ever been in. He's one of those kind of guys. You know what I'm talking about? The guys that just are committed to everything other than having fun. Um so and his job, I mean, he I don't know why yeah, he like he would drive in the uh like the 80s or the 70s where there was well-defined roles on what you do. Everything's blah, 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 very strict. Yeah, I mean, he has some views that are <laughs> controversial. Uh, we won't out does him he? with that. Uh, yeah, he does. Uh, it's very controversial views. So we won't out him on those. But th- the point is, he's a bit wide. Different, but I like him on a night. I don't mind him on a night. I think he's a bit, he's a bit of fun when he gets drunk. But he's just easily swayed by Reese too. That's a pro- that's a problem with Reese too. He has a lot of... I would to say power, because it sounds like he's a leader of a cult or something, but he has a lot of sort of well, with Reese Four, who wasn't there on that night. Who's Reese Four? <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about now. Who's Reese Four? Reese Four is a is a redhead. Oh, the Ranger. can you just call him the Ranger or the no, They're all Reese. They're all Reese. Okay. Reese Four uh <laughs> is a very addictive personality to certain people. But I like Reese Four. Um but he is Kind of like Reese One. But Reese One just quietly dips out. Reese four tries to convince everyone else in the club that you gotta go. You gotta go to Barusso's. You gotta go to my work, we've gotta get some pizza on the way home. (laughs) And he's gotta do it at eleven o'clock. And we gotta go to Crowley. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's just weird obsession <laughs> with crowy. It's the weirdest thing. I mean Crowey's okay, but it's not, it's okay like once every couple of months, man. Yeah, it's like when we go out three times in a row to crowy, it's a bit of a problem. But um yeah, all in all, a bit disappointing uh of of a week. Um we, we, and our putter of the week is who is the putter madre of the week? Is it Reese one, Reese Two, Reese three? Uh it's Reese squared. It's Reese Squared. Reece all the races combined, apart from us two. What are we in this equation? We we can't be the we can't be i I'm race five. No, nah, you're not. You you gotta be something else. we we are the claw and the king. That's a difference. The, I'm the claw, he's a the king. They're all races. They follow us and our leadership. Um so yeah, next week so who is who no, but genuinely, who is your put on the week? He's gonna pick a specific specific. Um, One, two or three. I'll take three. You take three. I got. I don't want to take two, but it's got to be two. Uh, is the Reese two has got to be the is the main culprit here. Yeah, like you know, we don't want to be too harsh on him, but it's like, come on, buddy, it's a bit, it's a bit much on this. It's a bit much this time. But anyway, hopefully, Reese two gets better. He gets some. Uh, he gets his head out of the X's gutter, um, and it sort of frees his mind a bit because we don't like. So he's a lovely guy. Great time on a nine out. When he's thinking clear, but I just don't want him to be obsessed about his ex, uh, which is not great since he broke up with her. But anyway, well, that's another story for another day. I mean, let's be real here. So final words on the podcast. Final words. Yeah. Any, any final words, any uh, well, sentiment that you want to leave with the viewers? The only sentiment I have is that you should be subscribed. If that you're is not- true, that is true. You should be subscribed. Uh, so like, share, subscribe. We are on Spotify, TikTok, Instagram. Oh, yeah youtube you name it baby we're we're in there like not, swimwear. not everything but those things we named we're <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah soon we'll be on everything we're just gonna blast i don't even know how you get on apple but we'll be on facebook we'll be on facebook linkedin <laughs> linkedin i mean what else is there bumble Twitter. we'll be on tinder grinder whatever whatever um so yeah thank you for watching and uh have a nice day i guess peace